my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Happy 4th of July, Tanner fans! Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Lanta, Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House, Fuller House podcast. How's everyone doing today? I'm doing great. I've been up since 8 a.m. watching Stranger Things 3 on Netflix. I'm already three episodes deep, and I'm seriously loving it. So, well, you know what? I don't know if I can call myself a fun, well, I can call myself a Full House, Fuller House fanatic, but there's a little blip in that. You want to know why? <laughs> um, I realized that there is a 4th of July Fuller House episode, and it slipped my mind. I um, found a picture of Max wearing a 4th of July American flag vest. And then I, I saw on Instagram one of the um, the Tanner Full House, Fuller House type Instagram pages that they put up Happy Fourth of July. And I'm like, is there a Fourth of July Fuller House episode? I look on IMDb, which I'm on right now, there most certainly is. This is Season 3, Episode 3, entitled Declarations of Independence. And you know what? This couldn't be a more perfect day to cover this episode. Mind you, I have not watched this in almost two, this episode in almost two years when it aired September 22nd, 2017. And let me tell you, it is a gorgeous day outside today. I really hope it stays that way. So, let's go with the summary here. The gang agrees to help Stephanie become more self-sufficient, and Danny Tanner shows up for the 4th of July barbecue. That's right, because Stephanie broke, well, actually, Jody Sweeten broke her leg, so she kind of was having to have one of those um, little uh, wheelie thing. I can't think of the proper term. You know that you can uh, put your broken leg on and kind of wheel yourself around a little bit? I know there's a proper term for it, but I'm not sure what it is. Calling it a wheelie thing is just, that's kind of sad. <laughs> this episode's got a 7.6 out of 10 rating based on 193 ratings. It was directed by Rich Carell. Writer Jeff Franklin, the creator. Kelly R. Griffin, it was written by. Also, Edie Fay, executive story editor. And Kate Spurgeon, or Spurgeon story editor. We do have some trivia. This episode's title is a reference to the Declaration of Independence, which was signed on July 4th, 1776. DJ claims she has never been on a live broadcast before, but she sang live in the telethon in Full House episode, Our First Telethon, Season 3, Episode 25, which I watched that episode last night. Um, I was going to watch it on Hulu, but uh, Hulu was being a butt, so I had to... Go to my DVD collection. <laughs> Fourth appearance of Max's girlfriend, Rose Harbin Harbinberger. Oh, 
I mispronounced her name, I'm sure. Warning spoilers, this is the first time Danny has ever done Wake Up San Francisco outside of his studio and 17th appearance of Dr. Harmon. There is a review here, this person used a review from June 8, 2019, which was almost a month ago. This person gives it a 6 out of 10 and just says that the title for this review is meh, just meh. So... Again, there's not much here. Lola is bored with Jackson and wants to break up with him. Only Ramona knows how much of a drama queen Jackson will be, or how he'll become when she tells him the news. DJ never lets Matt talk when she gets nervous. Stephanie wants no help with her broken leg. Fernando irritates Kimmy by trying to sound American. DJ hosts a 4th of July get-together. The school year seemed really short. Who should grace their presence but Danny? He will be interviewing Matt and DJ for his show. He organizes a duo pie-eating contest where the object is to stay clean. Why stay clean? Get dirty. This serves as the backdrop for all of the relationship problems. We later find out Danny got divorced. He will never find a Pam Tanner again. Luckily, the entire Fuller house is right by his side. As is said with the last episode, it did just enough for a positive review. This is just a shade under a positive review. Well, you gave it a 6 out of 10, so. As always, I like to let you, the listeners, know where you can follow along with the podcast. You can do so at Facebook, Oh My Atlanta, Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House Fuller House podcast page. Twitter at OMHC Full House. Instagram, OMHC, Full House, Fuller House Pod. And if you'd like to email the podcast, you can do so at OMHCFHFH at Gmail. OMHCFHFH podcast at Gmail.com. So I'm going to get the Hot Wings TGI Friday's frozen hot wings in the oven because it's 11.02 and I said I would put them in at 11. I'm two minutes late. So that is going to be mine and Jeremy's lunch today. And then for dinner, we're going to have a Chef Boyardee pizza. If you don't know what a Chef Boyardee pizza is, it comes in a box. This was a a ritual my dad would do every Sunday. And he'd always put a bunch of, like, vegetables and onions and green peppers and, you know, mushrooms and stuff on his side. And, you know, leave mine, like, with just cheese. I don't think he ever put pepperonis on the pizza now that I think about it. But, it's always a picky eater. I'm still a picky eater. Yeah, so I'm going to go put our wings in the oven, and I will be right back. Alright, we come out of the intro. We're in the kitchen. Everyone is dressed for the 4th of July. And, DJ, the first words are out of, out of her mouth are, I can't believe it's the 4th of July. What better excuse to make... A 4th of July potato salad. And, of course, Fernando comes down. He's got his belt buckle on. He's dressed not so much like a cowboy, but he's got a, he's got a twang to his, you know, he's trying this American accent out. <laughs> and it's just really goofy. America. Get used to this, Teach. Every year, Fernando gets all 
true. Today I do not answer to Fernando Hernández Guerrero, Fernández Guerrero. Today my name is Frank Smith. And charge a grilling. I'm a get her done. So, Kimmy lets DJ know that every 4th of July, Fernando puts on this American accent because he's proud of his adopted country. And Fernando's like, yes, today I'm not Fernando. I am Frank Smith. And he takes the casserole dish filled with, like, steaks and stuff. He's like, I'm gonna get her done. <laughs> yeah, and you hear, you hear the audience loves that. So now we got Jimmy pulling Stephanie, who's sitting in what looks like a computer chair with a attached footrest to it. She's got a broken leg. Jody Sweden actually did break her leg. From what I heard, she was trying to get one of her kids' toys, I think whether it went over a fence or something, and she tripped over something and broke her leg. So luckily, they wrote it into the script, so... And he's pulling it like a reindeer pulls a uh, Santa's sleigh. And Stephanie's got a little riding crop. Like, oh, I knew this would come in handy. <laughs> so Jimmy says he was going to get her a little rascal to ride around on, which is probably like, what, similar to a hover-around chair in a way? And he's like, well, I thought, why not? I'll be her little rascal. Like, <laughs> that's cute. So, Stephanie's kind of complaining about the fact she doesn't want to be a burden, and everyone's been waiting on her hand and foot, which, I get it, Steph, you want to be independent, but like when Jesse broke his arms in, um, in the season two, episode one, cutting it close, if he had to get his hair, Stephanie cut his hair, he had to get a real haircut, he got angry, jumped on his motorcycle, and crashed his bike, broke both his arms. He still wanted to be independent as well. But sometimes you gotta let people help you out. Just be happy. I mean, seriously, if you think about it, yeah, it sucks to have a broken foot. But when you have two broken arms, you're not going to really be able to do much of nothing for yourself. Which, I get it. It sucks. Let people help you out. I can see the vein in Jimmy's arms. That guy definitely does. He does work out. I've seen his Instagram. He works out all the time. So Max comes down and he asks DJ, do we have any dynamite? And she looks at him like, uh, you're not blowing anything up. But she kind of jokes with him like, oh yeah, honey, it's in the spice cabinet next to the hand grenades. So I'm going to play this Max clip because you guys all know how much I love Max. He's so awesome. Mom, do we have any dynamite? <laughs> yeah, sure, sweetie. It's in the spice cabinet next to the hand grenades. <laughs> Why do you need dynamite? It's 4th of July! The pilgrims fought for my right to blow stuff up. <laughs> you darn tootin' buckaroo. Cheeks, dig explosions. Okay, 
Okay, you know what? Just stick with babes. Hey, I don't want you anywhere near fireworks. Or fire. Or flames. Or flaming hot Cheetos. Just things stain everything. Oh, yeah, they do. So DJ asks him, why do you need dynamite? And Max is like, it's the 4th of July. The pilgrims fought for my right to blow things up. And Rose is coming over. He really wants to impress her. And he's like, babes dig explosions. And of course, DJ's like, please don't call women babe. And he's like, chicks dig explosions. Like, you don't need to blow anything up to impress her. Come on now. And rightfully so, she's like, you are not getting anywhere near ex fireworks or explosions or any of that stuff that blows up. But luckily, there is a pretty nice compromise that I think I've seen an experiment with um, two liter bottles of, like, Coke or Pepsi or whatever, where they put, what is it, like, a little Pepto-Bismol tablet or something in there, and then it's, or an antacid tablet, and it just goes, like a geyser. Alka-Seltzer, I've been corrected. So, of course, Fernando agrees with Max, and he's like, oh, pew, pew, pew! And Max just looks at him like, you're weird. I love Max's outfit. It's probably going to get the best outfit of the episode. I really like Fernando's American flag shirt, too. Of course, who comes walking in the door? Fourth of July! <laughs> Exciting, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm not Dad, where's your beautiful wife? Oh, Terry. Uh, well, she had a yoga retreat, and I tried to talk her into coming, but she wouldn't bend. <laughs> get it? Yoga bend? I don't get it. <laughs> if she's doing yoga, she should be able to bend. <laughs> your joke makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, what if you use the word flexible? So Danny Tanner has arrived for the annual Danny Tanner 4th of July barbecue. And apparently Terry supposedly couldn't make it. We find out the real reason later. But he says, well, she's, she's at her yoga retreat, so. And she refused to bend. And he's like, get it, bend yoga? And Max is like, I don't get it. And it's just to prove that Danny's not funny. When Kimmy tells a joke and Max is like, see, Grandpa, that's how you tell a joke, when everybody laughs. And <laughs> Danny's like, look, kid, people have been laughing at me for years. And then he's like, wait, that didn't come out right. And I love how Kimmy points out, well, if it's a Danny P Tanner 4th of July cookout, then how come you didn't bring anything? 
And Danny's like, well, you're living in Danny Tanner's house for absolutely free. <laughs> and she goes to, oh, when he comes in, I like how he hugs, says hi and hugs everyone else. And Kimmy's got her arms outstretched. He's like, oh, hey. Hey, Kimmy. So now we cut to Ramona's bedroom, and looks like she's waiting for her friend Lola to show up. So Lola reveals she's been kind of avoiding going over to the house because she's tired of Jackson, like, hounding her with all these text messages. Oh, there's the wings. They're done. Time for lunch. So not only is Jackson blowing up uh, Lola's phone, he's doing the same to... Ramona's phone with, is Lola hungry? Is she thirsty? Is she hot? Is she cold? Is she okay? He's just being really, really overbearing. And Lola pretty much has had enough. She's like, I gotta break up with him. So I get Lola doesn't want to hurt Jackson's feelings. He's a sweet, nice guy, but he's getting to be a bit much for her. And she's like, can I practice on you, Ramona? You pretend to be Jackson. And Ramona's like, well, how do I do that? And Lola says, well, just pretend you're obsessed with me. So she's pretty spot on with her Jackson impression. As she pretty much imitates Jackson freaking out like, oh my god, are you breaking up with me? I can change. I can change everything about me. Why, Lola? Why are you breaking up with me? Yeah, pretty much that. And we get an audience applause. Like, woo. Ramona, you know Jackson to a T. I mean, I thought, you know, this is kind of sort of, you know, cute. Jackson and Lola, it's his first, you know, crush and semi-girlfriend. But I kind of like him with Rocky. Although, deep down inside, I actually kind of want to get Jackson and Ramona together. Even though it's a weird, people will say, oh, it's a brother-sister type of pairing and stuff like that. I just, I don't know. I'm sure there are people out there that ship Jackson and Ramona. So he sends a text to Lola telling her that he is coming into Ramona's room. And he's like, hey, I'm here. Like, oh boy. So he's like, Lola, I'm ready to blow your mind. As he calls out for Danny, who comes in with his guitar, and they're singing a song about Lola. And Jackson puts on this whole performance with shaking, like, the the maracas or the... um, whatever you want to call them, and Ramona and Lola just sit on the bed, and they're just like, what is this that you're doing? This is horrifying. The look on Ramona's face is like, get out of my room. You're creeping me out. Like, you tanners are cray-cray. You fullers are cray-cray. The Copacabana song is what they're Danny and Jackson are playing, and he got such an applause. <laughs> and finally, the girls just, they make a, a quick retreat. Like, we're leaving the room now. Bye! So, looks like Danny is going to do his Wake Up San Francisco interview with DJ and Matt, being that they are veterinarians. And Danny tells them that, look... My showbiz age is 42. And Matt's like, oh, so you had DJ when you were two years old. Come on. And, of course, Danny comes back with, look, Regis Philman says he's 47. This is Hollywood. That's just what you do. You lie about your age. Remember when Vicky lied about her age and Danny found out that she's only, like, what, nine months older than he is or something? 
Look at Cosmo just chilling in the background. She's been on a broadcast before. I read that in the trivia. She's been on the the uh, the telethon thing. Uh, remember the season eight episode of Full House where Common gets lost and everyone goes down to the Fisherman's Wharf, where Danny and Becky are doing a remote on location, waiting for a guy to blink. And she's oh, I hate this dress, as she pulls Kimmy in front of her. Like, oh my goodness. So, Matt's like, hey, look, don't worry. I got this. You're going to be great. And he mentions how he was tailgating outside of a Dolphins game and how they use his bit for a soundbite on uh, the actual news. Because he's like, go Dolphins! And he puts his hands up and he goes, ee, ee, like a dolphin does. You know when I think of Miami Dolphins and Dolphins? I think of Ace Ventura Pet Detective. That movie came out 25 years ago. A lot of movies came out 25 years ago. Lion King, Forrest Gump. Wow. Danny is using a selfie stick (laughs) with his tablet, and he's getting ready to do a backyard broadcast. Cosmo's just chilling in the background with his rope toy, which I heard, I guess, rope toys are not good for dogs anymore because they can get, like, pieces can be swallowed and then they can end up having issues with their digestive system and they could die from those ropes entangling in their intestines and other parts of their body. Wake Up USA on Facebook Live. So it says, Live. 10.7k followers. So, DJ is there kind of to tell the viewers, being it's the 4th of July, there's going to be a lot of food around. She does talk about safety tips of what foods are not safe for your pets. Chocolate being number one. Onions, avocados, corn cobs. And she even says that Cosmo had to have emergency surgery because he swallowed a corn cob. And she, Matt can't even get a word in edgewise, which he's going to bring that up later. Like, why did you snub me in that interview? And of course, she takes a selfie stick from Danny to get a personal reaction from Cosmo. Like, isn't that right, boy? And he's like, Roof! So I'm looking at this counter. It starts at 10.7, then it goes up. 10.9. It goes up to 11.3. Ah, oh, she crushed that interview. She like, just keep your foods out of the paths of your dogs. Except for bacon, because we both love bacon. As she takes some bacon and gives some to Cosmo, Danny comes in and takes a selfie stick so he can get back in there. And it's Wake Up USA, not Wake Up San Francisco anymore. Danny makes a remark like, hey, wasn't there another guy here? Because it's like, I'm Danny Tanner, this is DJ Fuller, wasn't there somebody else? And of course, Matt over the corner, like, giving the peace sign, like, yeah, I'm here, I'm still here. So Danny goes to get ready to sign off, and Matt jumps in there, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> with the dolphin call. And also, he says, like, chicks dig animal noises. And DJ looked at him like, okay, so I get where Max picked up the babes and the chicks thing. Yeah, Matt, now that the interview portion is over, he's kind of telling DJ, look, I get you crushed it, but you kind of snubbed me there. It wasn't really right. So Danny's like, hey, how about this for Labor Day? We show a dog actually in labor. Get it? Labor? Labor Day? (laughs) And Max comes out into the backyard with Rose. 
So Max of, Max, of course, is back to heckling his grandfather's jokes. Like, oh, I get it. It's kind of like a smile, but not really a laugh. <laughs> but at least it made sense. And Danny's like, um, don't you have a birthday coming up? And Max immediately changes his tune. Like, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm saying about Grandpa. That was, <laughs> that was such a funny joke. All right, so I'm going to play this clip where Rose and Max are going to be doing the cola challenge with the antacid. With all the soda, you must be really thirsty. Thirsty for thrills. But safety first. Now, for the magic ingredients. Mentos, the fresh maker. Oh, Mentos. On the count of three, you drop these bad boys into our bottles. Then, step back and watch the fun begin. One... Two. Yeah, why didn't you step back? Oh, buddy. That vest looks homemade. Okay, come on, Rose. It's not that funny. Please stop laughing. You're being immature. I'm not immature. I'm nine and a half. Whatever. Why you're acting like you're nine. So they use Mentos, not an acid tablets. And I swear there's something. I want to look up real quick and see. I know this was like a challenge on YouTube at one time. Everyone was doing this. Someone probably eventually got hurt, poked in the eye or something, and now they don't do it anymore. But he tells her to stand back, and he's like right in the line of fire. It's like, buddy, step back. No wonder you're getting a, a waterfall full of uh, Coke pro or, uh, cola products drenching your nice... It's a handmade-looking vest. I don't think you'd just dump that in the wash. You would have to probably clean it in the sink, and then hand dry it. Of course, Rose the whole time is just laughing her fool head off. And I'm like, come on, girl, it's not that funny. Don't be a Max hater. I love how everything here in the episode is red, white, and blue themed, especially even their goggles. You know, red, one is red, and one is blue. But at least they're wearing protective eye gear. And he's like, stop laughing at me. You're very immature. And she's like, I'm nine and a half. And he's like, well, you're acting like you're nine. So we cut into the kitchen from the backyard. And Stephanie is at the table just kind of getting stuff set up for the big picnic. Of course, the phone rings. Stephanie's like, hey, can you hand me my phone, Jimmy? And earlier she did say she did not want any help from anybody. None whatsoever. Don't help me. I can do it all myself. So Jimmy's like, okay, I'll help you by not helping you. So he's like, oh, you're testing me. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to get your phone for you. Like, no, seriously, get the phone. <laughs> Why do you have it over there if you can't get to it? It's on the kitchen island, and she's at the kitchen table. So I'm looking on YouTube. A lot of these challenges are from, like, three to nine years ago. Like, almost a decade that a lot of these challenges were from. I thought it was... These years go by so fast, everybody. So I was like, remember when they did this like a year ago? No, that was like six years ago. I was like, oh, right. 
So she gets her crutches out, heads over to the kitchen island, and apparently she now needs her purse, which is on the kitchen table. And she's like, Jimmy, can you hand me my purse? Because I need my, you know, account number. He's like, oh, I love you too much for that. As he takes a stack of plates and heads and basically setting up the picnic table for the the picnic. And she goes over to the kitchen table with her crutches, gets the bank card. Now the timer, oh my goodness, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> I'm to play this clip. She's got to get pies out of the oven, and it's just, she ends up dropping her phone. It's like, seriously? She goes over to the oven to get the pies. Tommy wanders in and she's like, Tommy, good, get my phone. Oh, what is he going to do with that phone? I don't think this is good. He might give it to her. I don't know. I can't remember. No, he picks it up and says, hello, and she wanders outside. Well, well, that's a lost cause. I'm sure they'll call you back. And she yells after Tommy saying, tell them my account is 72083 or something. Like, oh, boy. All right, looks like we are going to have... Oh, that's what the pies were for. Yeah, they're for this contest, the eating a pie and staying as clean as you can. Interesting. So we got Jackson and Lola. Uh, Ramona's by herself at a table. We got Matt and DJ and Jimmy and Stephanie, Fernando and Kimmy, and Max and Rose. So I'm going to play this clip as Danny is going to start the pie eating contest, which looks like a lot of everybody is just getting really frustrated with each other. I understand, you know, Matt and DJ, where he got snubbed in that interview. Um, Lola wants to break up with Jackson. Uh, Jimmy doesn't want to help Stephanie at all, being she told him, don't help me. I don't know what Kimmy and Fernando's deal is. Maybe she's getting tired of his American accent. And, of course, the whole vest thing. Jack, uh, Max is a little irritated with Rose. So this should make be, this should make for fun. Okay, I'd like to welcome you all to Danny Tanner's World's Cleanest Pie Eating Contest. <laughs> because shoving pie into your mouth as fast as you can does not have to be messy. <laughs> Dang, and nothing more American than pie. Please stop that. I happen to have here the clipboard of fun. Yes, oh, the same one. Yeah, clipboard of fun. Review the rules. Article 1, Section 1. Each two-person team feeds his or her partner simultaneously. First team to finish their pie with a clean spot wins. substances such as vino, gas X, and or Tums are not allowed. So? You gonna help me win? Any contract nah. up to this. <laughs> I want to take pictures of every bite, so someday with a short kiss. I can't breathe. Take fire. <laughs> and finally, the first team to finish their pie with a clean sheet takes home the golden napkin. Oh, that's cool. Alright, are you ready? In three... Two, stay clean! 
I love how the clipboard of fun makes a comeback from season three, episode one of Full House in Tanner Island. Because he's like, yes, the very same clipboard of fun. So pretty much the goal is everyone's wearing a white sheet to keep them from getting icky. And Jackson is full on smothering Lola, I feel bad. Oh, okay, so I'm guessing that maybe Tommy and Ramona are a team, and then, of course, Cosmo's off by himself there sitting and watching everybody. So the goal is to feed the person, or feed your partner and not get anything on the white sheet. And whoever has a white sheet at the end gets the golden napkin. And apparently you can't use Mentos or Tums or Pepto-Bismol or anything, so... Remember the pie-eating contest from Season 5, Episode 5? They were going to be going to, like, um, a Tanner reunion-type thing where all the Tanners come together and they compete against uh, other Tanners from other areas of California. One of the events is a pie-eating contest, and Becky, of course, was pregnant with the twins, so she's eaten for three. <laughs> which Joey does point out, and she ends up beating him, but it just, this pie thing made me think of that episode. So DJ goes to put some blueberries, their blueberry pies, into Matt's mouth, and Matt takes some blueberries and just splatters them in DJ's face. Flicks her in the face with the blueberries on the spoon. So I'm guessing you could probably guess where this is gonna go. Stephanie does the same thing to Jimmy. Kimmy shoves blueberries in Fernando's mouth, and Max throws some blueberries in Rose's face. The audience is going crazy as they are just throwing handfuls of blueberries from that pie into each other's faces. It's a full-on Tanner, Fuller, Gibbler, just a, a major food fight in the backyard. It's cool. I've never been into a food fight. I don't want to experience a food fight. Just gross. That always seemed like in kids' movies sometimes, or someone would yell food fight and everyone would throw food. Are blueberries good for dogs? Apparently they are good for dogs, just like they're good for humans. So Danny finally blows his whistle to stop this whole charade of everyone throwing blueberries at each other. And he's like, that's it, you're all disqualified. And guess who wins the coveted golden napkin? Cosmo! I'm going to play this clip as Danny finally tries to get to the bottom of what is going on with everybody because everyone is arguing with each other and they're just not getting along, so... Mr. Communication. 
publication says we share because we care. Okay, who's next? Stop. Me, me. <laughs> Fernando, let me say this as sweetly as possible. I hate Frank Smith. Are you freaking kidding me? Baby, there is nothing hotter than when you are being you. I can be that Fernando dude. Oh, wait. I forgot how to do it. Testing. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis. Oh, gimme, 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 Lina, mi amor. You're suavecito y va. Thanks to me, another breakthrough. Okay, who would like to be next to share with this group? Yep, you did. I'll be right there, everybody. I just have to award the winner. Okay, guys, we have a new pie-eating champion. And the golden napkin goes to Cosmo. Oh, wow, he cleaned that plate. He cleaned it good. Look at him. Clean tin, clean sheet. It's beautiful. You know... Your great-grandfather, Comet, won this back in 91. Huh, really? I was only 16 back then. You were not. Why am I lying to a dog? Yes, why? Daddy Danny, Grandpa Danny is at it again. He's able to solve everyone's problems with just a few words and some communication. And he awards the golden napkin to Com Cosmo. <laughs> We do get a comment mention. Cosmo's great-grandfather, Comet, won this award in 1991. Well, some things carry over. And it's amazing how easily that was fixed between Max and Rose. Like, I'm giving you the silent treatment. And just her face is so crestfallen. He turns like, it's over now. Okay, let's hold hands and skip away. And... Stephanie and Jimmy. It's like, when I said, I don't want you to help me, I don't mean don't ever help me. It's like, oh, so you want me to help you sometimes. And she's like, yes. 
And Matt, of course, says, hey, I wish you hadn't snubbed me in that Facebook Live video or interview. And she's like, all right, I'm sorry. When I get nervous, I talk a lot. So they work things out. Unfortunately, things with Ramona, uh, Ramona called that whole, the Jackson's reactions down to a T as she's mouthing the words that Jackson is saying exactly how she had said it before. And Lola keeps looking between Jackson and Ramona like, how, how, how? Yeah, it's not going to work out between them. Oh, and uh, Kimmy and Fernando, they're all good. He dropped that American accent and went back to his wonderful, beautiful regular sounding voice. Now, Kimmy and DJ go up to talk to Jackson, who's flung himself face first onto his pillow in bed. All right, looks like the she-wolf pack is going to give him some advice because he desperately needs it. You need to move on. She's ending things with you. There are other fish in the sea. Dang, Stephanie, props to you for getting up those stairs with those crutches and that broken foot. I want to play this clip as they're all giving him advice. And Danny's kind of watching this in the doorway. Jackson, I promise the pain will go away. And before you know it, someone new will come along. It's true. Right after my boyfriend and I broke up, I met Jimmy. Yeah, and after Steve and I broke up, I met your father. And now that you and Lola broke up, she'll meet someone wonderful too. <laughs> oh, and so will you. Yes, tell me it, Rocky. Uh, ladies, I, I, I think Jackson needs a man's point of view. That's a good idea. I'll go get Fernando. I'm talking about me. I know. You're always talking about you. So, DJ sits down next to Jackson and just says, Hey, look, I know this is hard, but you will meet someone else one day. And Stephanie throws in her two cents and says, Yeah, I mean... After I broke up with my boyfriend, I met Jimmy. And DJ throws in that, yeah, right after Steve and I broke up, I met your dad. And, of course, Kimmy's like, yeah, now that you and Lola have broken up, she'll find someone new. And, of course, both Stephanie and DJ kind of look at her like, really, Kimmy? And then Kimmy adds, well, I mean, you'll find someone new, too. So Danny's like, ladies, I appreciate what you're doing here, but I think Jackson needs to hear from a man. And Kimmy's like, yeah, great. Well, I'll go get Fernando. And Danny's like, well, I was talking about myself. And Kimmy's like, yeah, you always, you're always talking about you. Always about you. So Danny sits down next to Jackson on the footlocker at the foot of his bed and kind of puts a, you know, a comforting hand on his shoulder. Like, hey, buddy, I know it's rough. I like what he says here. It's like, I know you're hurting, but sometimes some people just aren't meant to be together. And what turns into a talk about, like, did Lola appreciate any of the things you did starts to morph into other things, and we get the real reason that Terry is not there. Like, he replaced her toothbrush every four months, he shaved his back for her, and she never appreciated it. So he drops the bomb... He says, no, I waxed my back for my ex-wife, Terry. So Danny got a divorce, which, you know, he had kept hidden from the girls. So Danny's like, look, can we keep this stuff about Terry between you and I, Jackson? And he's like, yeah, but unfortunately your uh, two daughters and their best friend just heard everything that you said to me. So I'm going to play this clip of 
Danny's talk with Jackson. <laughs> okay, Dad, give it a shot. Thanks. <laughs> Look, kiddo, I know you're hurting, but sometimes people just aren't meant to be together. And from what I could see, Lola was taking you for granted. Did she ever thank you for all the little things you did for her? No. I worked on my Copacabana moves for three weeks, and she just cha-chaed right on out of my life. That's what I'm talking about. And did she ever once thank you for dust-busting the vacuum cleaner? Did she even notice? Why would anyone dust-bust a vacuum? And did she even appreciate when you replaced her toothbrush every four months, as recommended by the American Dental Association? Grandpa, are you okay? I waxed my back for her. You waxed your back for Lola? For Lola? No, no. No, for my ex-wife, Terry. Wait a second. Did you just say ex-wife? Grandpa, you got a divorce? Yeah, sorry. I got a little off track. It won't happen again. The point is, you're going to meet someone new that's going to love your back the way it is. Man, I can't let it go. <sighs> Look, do me a favor, by the way. This stuff about Terry, can we just keep this between you and me? Your secret is safe with me. And those three ladies right over there. Oh yeah, the girls and also us as an audience really did not know anything about Terry when we met her in the pilot of Fuller House. She was just there and they talked about kinky cleaning sucks and that that was it really. And apparently, you know, Danny's it's embarrassing. You know, apparently he's been living at the Ramada for six weeks. Like you could have just stayed with them and been honest. Of course, DJ's like, yeah, but you guys seem so happy that one time that she showed up. And Danny admits that when he and Terry got married, they didn't even really know each other that well. It's like, so, what kind of a wedding was this? Was this a, a meet-up, a date, like, hey, I like you, hey, I like you, let's get married? We know he eloped with Pam, but I think that's because he got her pregnant with DJ. Um, but maybe he eloped with Terry. They were caught up in the moment and didn't want that feeling to end and just took it to the altar. And it apparently didn't take very long for he and Terry to find out that they are not compatible. I mean, Jeremy and I might not have a lot in common, but that's what makes it unique. He knows so much. He's been alive seven years longer than I have. It seems like whenever I have a question about something or... Either it's pop culture or history or anything. He's got an answer for it. It's like he is a fountain full of information. This guy knows all of his state capitals. And he sometimes will quiz me like, what's the capital of North Dakota? And I'm like, I have no idea. Wait, isn't it Bismarck? Bismarck, North Dakota? There's a song, country song. They have like all those states and capitals. Well, not all of them, but like a few of them. So Jackson offers Grandpa Danny his own advice. Like, hey, Grandpa, don't worry. One day you'll find someone who loves you and your hairy back. How does one shave one's back? I mean, that just seems like one of those things where you got to hold one of those mirrors across from another mirror and use a shaver in the other hand. I mean, not a shaver. Uh, Sorry, when I think Homer, <laughs> when I think hairy back, I think Homer Simpson. Remember the episode where um, Jesse and Becky, like, kind of fantasize about if you took one kid and I took the other kid and we both raised them? And he's got, like, he's losing hair on his head and he's got some hair plugs. 
And she says, stop obsessing about your hair, Jesse, because whatever you're losing on your head, you're growing on your back. And he's like, where do you think I got these hair plugs from? Like, ew, ew. <laughs> so Jackson leaves to go talk to Lola and move on. And Danny sits down on Max's bed, and he's really, he just feels really terrible and really sad and heartbroken. Why didn't he look up Vicky in all these years? So Stephanie, uh... Hops over to him via the crutches and says, I feel so bad for you, Dad. And he's like, yeah, I know. I mean, but it feels good to get this out finally. But he's like, you know what? I could really use a hug. And of course, Kimmy gets right in there and hugs him. He's like, no, I mean for my family. Stop hugging me, Kimmy. Just because we hugged that one time doesn't mean that's an invitation for you to hug me whenever I want to hug. And I like how Stephanie says, like, no matter what, we are on your side. So we head downstairs, Jackson's surprised to see that Lola is still there, and Ramona feels stuck in the middle. She's like, you're my best friend, you're like a brother to me, Jackson. I really don't like being stuck in the middle here. And she says, I don't want to have to choose between, you know, you and Jackson, because that's way too much pressure. I mean, I don't know how you would choose, because you and Jackson live in the same house, but... I mean, it's not like you can't be friends with her just because she and Jackson aren't together. And, of course, Ramona makes it all about herself when she's like, see, whatever you guys choose, just know the real victim here is me. So, she asks, like, are you mad at me? He's like, no, I'm not mad at you. I mean, you were my first kiss and my first girlfriend. And she's like, Jackson, you're such a sweet, great, great guy, but you got to give a girl room to breathe. You can't be obsessing over her, texting her constantly every minute of the day. He's was basically smothering her. But, I mean, he's... It's a new relationship, and he just cray-cray for her, and it got a little out of hand. He just, boundaries, buddy, boundaries. Space, don't forget space. And he's like, oh, yeah, are you saying you want to get back together? She's like, no. And he's like, all right, that's cool. We're just friends that occasionally make out. And then she's like, no. And he's already met Rocky in season three, episode one, best summer ever. So we know that is eventually going to be a thing carried through. To season four, so. I think, you know, he learned a little bit from Lola, just not to be so demanding of one's time. And I like that Rocky will put Jackson in his place. She'll make him work for that friendship or that relationship. Well, they're not even really in a relationship at the end of season four. Basically, it's boiled down to now a friendship because he called her Morticia Adams or whatever at, uh, the prom, so she didn't like that, and she said, that's it, we're not anything anymore, we're not even friends. So, Lola heads towards the door to the kitchen, he's like, oh, where are you going? And she said, well, Lola invited me to stay for fireworks. Now Lola's gonna throw in her two cents. So she asks, like, hey, are you alright? And he's like, yeah, I'm taking it alright. This is my first breakup, and now I'm ready for my first rebound. And he's like, hey, which one of your friends thinks I'm hot? And I'd be like, none of them. So we hear some of Ramona's friends, Casey, Carmen, Lisa, Piper. And Ramona looks at him like, Piper is Lisa's mom. Like, dude. He's like, I know, but does she think I'm hot? All right, now we're getting to the fireworks. And they're all watching the fireworks. It's really a pretty display. And Cosmo kind of wanders off. I'm kind of wondering either he's bringing something back or he's just freaked out by fireworks. Oh, everyone's got somebody! And Cosmo goes to go hug his golden napkin trophy. 
And that's the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I thought it was a I thought it was cute. The pie eating contest thing, even though I didn't really so much eat the pie as like throw it at each other, so that was adorable. And Jackson learns a life lesson about you know, sometimes relationships don't work out and you gotta move forward. And we learn a little about Terry other than they just weren't Danny and she were not a good fit together, that they didn't really know each other when they got married, so that filled in that little gap. About the mystery of Terry Tanner. So all the couples are still intact. Max and Rose. Matt and DJ. Fernando and Kimmy. Jimmy and Stephanie. Yeah. I'd say if I have any advice for this episode, I'm going to go with if you want to try one of those experiments with the pop bottles and the Mentos or whatever you want to throw in there. It's like do not wear something that you don't want to get ruined. Max should have known that. He knew what was going to happen. It's like, you either should have stepped way back as soon as you dropped those in there, or you should have worn a shirt that you would be fine if it got ruined. Surely. Also, don't blow up someone's phone. Like, oh, what are you doing? Are you hungry? Are you sad? Are you happy? Are you blah, 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 blah. It's like, no. You're, you're, don't smother people. You can have a relationship and give someone space at the, at the same time. That's what I like about the fact that Jeremy and I work different shifts, is that we see each other on the weekends and we can still talk and hang out and have fun together and stuff. We're not always up in each other's face. A lot of the time I'm either podcasting and he's in the living room doing his thing with watching people play video games on YouTube. But I mean, with our trip coming up, we're going to be spending a lot of time in the car together. So, I'll probably be reading a book. And he'll probably be joking with me and saying, Hey, which direction should I turn left or should I turn right? Even though he knows where he's going. He always likes to test me and see if I, like, might know. Like, hey, should we go take this exit or should we stay on this? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. I know you know where you're going. Don't include me. That's so, a yeah, I... I really don't know if I want to do any driving on this trip because I don't do really well in driving in areas that I'm really unfamiliar. Especially, I've never driven in another state before. It'd make me nervous. We hit like a traffic jam or something, and I will probably start to get really worked up and stressed out. And I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that stress. Jeremy is cool as a cucumber when it comes to handling stuff like that. Me, not so much. It would probably be like Jackson level. <laughs> and I don't want that. I don't want that. I just want to be the co-pilot, read my books, listen to maybe some podcasts or some music or something like that. Just, just have a fun time. So I'm going to play this last clip as the girls are talking to Danny and they find out about the truth about Terry and Danny. And they all give him a hug. Well, Kimmy gives him a hug. Like, please don't touch me. <laughs> Ew. Dad, why didn't you tell us that you and Terry split up? Yeah, you always taught us to talk about our problems. Yeah, but that's when they were your problems. The truth is, I was embarrassed. I've been living into a Ramada for six weeks. But you guys seemed so happy that one time she came up here. Yeah, <laughs> in the pilot. I mean, when we got married, we, we didn't really even know each other. And then we found out we just weren't compatible. Grandpa, don't worry. Someday, you'll find someone who loves you and your Harry back. Ew. 
Thanks, kid. I think. Dad, I feel so bad. Ah, uh, thanks, Steph. It's all right. It feels good to finally get it out in the open. Well, just so you know, we're on your side no matter what. Hey, you can always come to us about anything. Yeah, no matter how embarrassing or pathetic. <laughs> I know you're kind of messy, but I really need a hug. Of course, don't. From, from my family. From my family. <laughs> from my family. So, best outfit, of course, it's going to go to Max's vest. It's amazing, beautiful vest. And I think runner up, I think, would be Fernando's, you know, red, white, and blue flag shirt was cute, too. Um, if I had to give for worst outfit, I might go with Jackson's out shirt. It's just really, mm, I like Lola's out, or not Lola, um, I like, um, Ramona's outfits are cute, too. And we got to see little Tommy run away with Stephanie's phone. <laughs> oh, that was a cute moment. So tomorrow, I will be releasing part two of... Full House Season 6, Episode 24, entitled The House Meets the Mouse, Part 2. Actually, I'm sorry, no, Part 1. Oof, sorry. Part 2 will be released on Saturday. So you guys are pretty much getting a podcast just about every, oh, just about almost every day this week. So uh, I know it's a lot of content, but uh, I'm kind of making up for that week. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> no podcasting. It's going to be interesting. I'll just enjoy the trip. Not worry, you know, think about the podcasting for a week, and then I can get back into it when I get back. And by then I'll have seen the new Lion King movie, which I am really excited for. I'm currently watching Stranger Things. I'm going to watch more tonight. Who knows, maybe I could finish five episodes tonight. That might be much for Jeremy's, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So everyone, I actually might get groceries on the 4th of July. I'm thinking it might not be busy at the store because everyone else is going to be out like doing stuff. So maybe I can get my groceries and get that out of the way so I don't have to worry about that this week. And So tomorrow is Jeremy's mom's birthday. She's happily retired now and we are going to take her out for, for dinner for her birthday. So that'll be fun. And then, of course, it's back to the grind on Monday, back to work, but I only had to work four days, which is awesome, because my vacation starts next Friday, even though we don't leave until, like, Sunday, which we're leaving on our anniversary, so <laughs> a lot, a lot of driving for Jeremy, so... <laughs> Everyone have a wonderful 4th of July. Please be safe. If you're going out on the water, if you are going to be shooting off fireworks, please take precautions. No emergency room visits should be had on 4th of July. Please. And if you're going to partake in alcohol, please drink responsibly. Alright, I've said my piece. Have a great 4th, everybody. Bye-bye.